0: This week on Inside Motorsport, we look at the open wheel races with Matt Sophie, and the German Formula One Grand Prix. I hope you stay with us. Hello, Matt, you there? Yeah, you there? Yeah, you're dropping out.
1: Yeah, sorry, yeah, no, it was, um, it was a late deal that we managed to put together um, to come in and do the round and to come away with, um, with what we did over the weekend. Um, was something we certainly weren't expecting. We knew we were capable of it, but um, with the level of competition out there, um, it's a testament to the team and uh, the effort that they put in.
0: I said to Gary O'Brien last week on the show that uh, James Wintlow was untouchable last time he came to Australia, but it really looks like you guys have all raised the bar since he's been away.
1: Yeah, definitely. Look, the last series that um, that I ran, uh, with it being the full series, was uh, 2009. Uh, in that you had another British driver by the name of Joey Foster um, who'd done quite a bit overseas in Europe in various sports car and open wheel stuff and then our local guys like Tim Macro um, which were very very tough so I think you know, in running that um, now when James has come back the bar's definitely been raised Um, I hadn't raced for for 12 months um, before this so I hadn't had too much to do with the new crop of guys coming through but look I think um, they look like they're quite strong and you know, when you can come away with the results that we did against drivers like James, um, you know, it's something to be proud of and uh, and we're quite happy with what we did.
0: Mm. You said you hadn't had a drive for 12 months. What do you do with yourself? Because obviously you want to be a professional race car driver, but not all the pieces of the jigsaw puzzle are in place yet.
1: Yeah, no, that, that's correct. Look, I do um, some work as a driver trainer um, out at Eastern Creek for driving solutions. Um, so that keeps me, um, you know, relatively close um, ...for the racing scene, but, but in that a lot of the stuff is, you know, general sort of uh, road car or race car, but nothing like a Formula 3. Um, the last time I ran an open-wheel car like that was basically um, the Eastern Creek Formula 3 round the year prior. So, um, you know, to jump, jump back in, get our head round the car, also a new tyre um, that Kumo had come out with for the weekend, which they're going to use going forward um you know it was something that um was looking like a big challenge it, it obviously was but you know the team put in a lot of work over the weekend to make sure the car was right for me and um you know we came away with a good result outside of that you know it's, it's just basically doing um you know, what i can with my own business um day to day and then working behind the scenes to try and put some deals together to do some racing
0: where do you want to take your motor racing career
1: well, look, the, everyone has the dreams um, you know, of going and making it in an F1, but um, everyone that's involved in the sport knows um, how costly and how difficult a path that is. Um, and you really got to admire the guys that they get there, like Daniel Ricciardo um, at the moment, who, who's now in there. You know, they've, they've put a lot behind it, so it's good for him that it's all paying off. But yeah, for someone like myself, um, something locally uh, would be good. You know, V8 supercar, maybe get an endurance drive there. Um, or if the funding was there, my my main aim at the end of 09 was to try and head to the US um, and do the Indy Lights to see um, you know where I could end up over there. But at this point in time, the sponsorship is quite hard to chase, so we're kind of concentrating our efforts on the, the Formula Three here in Australia.
0: Mm. So you're looking at getting into the next round up at Morgan Park, there?
1: Yeah. Look, the the results that we got were obviously something that's going um, you know, to allow us to go and speak to a few companies. Um, and see whether they're interested. At this point in time, I, I don't have anything locked away. Um, we're still looking. I've got the budget probably to do two races towards the end of the year, it's looking like, uh, probably Phillip Island, and then the following V8 round, which I think is going to be the last one um, at Simmons Plains in Tasmania. And in between that, try and work together to put some deals and, and see if we can fill in the gap.
0: Realistically, what sort of budget are you trying to pull together to get yourself the next step up to perhaps go endurance racing or or even Fujitsu series?
1: Um, when, when we looked, um, the budget that you needed to do either the um, development series or Fujitsus or, or the Indy Lights was around that sort of $750,000 um, onward mark. But the, the main thing was is you need to try and secure the budget to do two seasons because they are quite a different um, beast drive I did test the v eight two years ago and found that you know there's there's some unique characteristics to be able to get the most out of them from what I've been told and even after driving them so you really need to give yourself you know a year of learning and then the following year to see whether you can back up the results to to get in um, as far as on the former free front um, it's it's a lot less than that um, to try and race which is obviously makes it a little bit more achievable and it's what we know at the moment so Working on that side to, to see whether we can get some good results and then lead off there.
0: Mm, certainly, in in America at the moment, they're understanding there's a lot of great talent in Australia, particularly in the open wheels, where we've of course got the uh, well, the Brisbane born Kiwi and Scott Dixon, you've got Will Power, Ryan Briscoe, who are all at the top echelon in the IndyCars.
1: Yeah, look, look, definitely those guys, um, you know, are, are pretty unlucky, I suppose, not to be. Um, in Formula One, they're they're all world class drivers, and you know for whatever reasons, I think if you ask them, they wouldn't be disappointed where they are. But you know, in all intensive purposes, in their own right, I think if you put them in a Formula One seat, um, they'd be very competitive as well. So, from that standpoint, there the exposure that it does give us um, with those guys over there and, and doing well um, is a good thing. But then obviously, a lot of people know you also need initially until you prove yourself um, the budget to get over and get established and then hopefully that someone then can see the talent and pick you up from there.
0: Mm, it's an interesting problem, isn't it, that all young race car drivers have?
1: Yeah, look, it's it's just the nature of the sport. You know, you, you talk to some drivers who, um, you know, get very bitter and twisted about it because um, the budget's what's holding them back, but in a lot of the cases, unfortunately, it's just the nature of the sport. So, you know, you get the guys there, and I admire them that can, um, they can pull deals together, and get over there and do it based on that and make a success of it and, you know, if you have a crack and for whatever reason it doesn't work out it all means doesn't mean you're a failure um, it's just a very tough climate and part of the sport and what it takes to be successful at it
0: Yeah, if you look at two names of fellas that came back from Europe without making it to Formula One you just have to think of Russell Engel and Marcus Ambrose and they haven't done too bad for themselves, have they?
1: Yeah, no, look, de- definitely and they, they, that was from a different era as well where I think Um, Some people may say it was easier, but it was just as hard. Um, They obviously went over very competitive, different conditions to what it is today. Um, But, you know, they've been able to establish, you know, household names back here in Australia, which I suppose isn't a bad fallback from from where they were.
0: Hmm. Well, Matt, it's a pleasure to catch up with you. Wish all the best securing funding for Morgan Park, and I'm sure with those results, At Eastern Creek, it's going to go a long way towards uh, ensuring you are back in a car because everyone in Formula 3 wants to see you back there, I know that for sure.
1: Yeah, no, not a drama. We'll we'll keep working hard and uh, hopefully we can have a chat in a few weeks' time um, about how it went up in Morgan Park. But we're going to keep working hard and uh, we'll see how it all goes.
0: Matt Sophie, thanks very much for joining us here on Inside Motorsport.
1: No worries. Thank you.
0: Now to Germany, where there was an interesting Formula One event last weekend, where Jensen Button took his second win of the season ahead of Fernando Alonso and Mark Webber.
1: I think the emotion of, of, uh, and all the energy that the team put in the t- into the team, uh, into, into the car and, in, and the effort they put in, um, and when we don't <clears throat> see results like this, I think it slowly builds up. So when you finally do um, hit the sweet spot and get it, I think it's just uh, ever some more... Um, it's, it's, just, it's just ever better, you know, it's just, it couldn't, couldn't feel any better. I think we really never expected to come here this weekend and be so fast. And um, put, we were hindered in the last race a little bit. But the, the guys did a f- fantastic job, really pushing very hard. Even the guys back in uh, Brickworth, um, HPE, pushing very, very hard. And uh, the engine was was great. <coughs>
0: Fernando, I think the top three finishes you all were pushing hard, maybe pushing a little bit too hard in your case as you ran out of fuel at the end of the race. Did that compromise your fight with Lewis towards the latter stages? No, not really. I think uh, in the last team we, we could not uh, get any close to, to Lewis. I think with the medium tyres we were not, uh, not too quick, uh, so we just uh, controlled the gap with, with Mark and, and secured the second place. Mark, describe your emotions after another pole position that, sadly for you, you couldn't convert into a win.
1: Yeah, we weren't quick enough today. I think I uh, did everything I could. Uh, I was happy with how I drove. Uh, these guys were just uh, at that uh, little extra margin when they, when they needed to do it. So, yeah, we know um, what we've got to improve on, and... Uh, yeah, I couldn't have got much more out of what we had today, so i um, disappointed, of course, not to get the win.
0: That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Till next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.